following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Friday. This week, it is just myself again. Uh, I gave Jason the week off in the midst of the chaos through Tiki Tribe Productions that is known as Halloween. Guys, we are uh, in the midst of building some pretty cool stuff. But that also means that we got to squeeze in some episodes what we can. So happy Friday. We are happy to be back with you. Hopefully, Thursday Night Football treated you well with your fantasy players. Uh, But this week, we're here to talk about some options, some bets, some stuff we like uh, for this week in the NFL season. Players to go look at, players to maybe throw some prop bets on, stuff to look at as well. Uh, I'll float some ideas with prop bets as well on this. <clears throat> I think we'll probably, uh, you know, week eight, <laughs> no better time to implement something new, but I've kind of learned what we're doing here. I've, I've done a lot of same-game parlays and uh, multi-game parlays here. Start trying to throw some maybe betting options out there for you guys as well this week. But uh, starting at the top here, quarterback-wise, guys, I mean, if Jameis is, we already know that Jameis is not going to start. If Jameis comes back, you got to go with him. Andy Dalton um, is coming off a pretty high week last week, um, probably the best he's had in years. The guy did hang 26.1 points in ESPN standard fantasy formats. I, I He's got a good matchup. Granted, I don't know if that necessarily means that I want him to be my certain quarterback. Daily fantasy-wise, Sure. I'm open to it. Um, but, I mean, the top two, Andy Dalton, P.J. Walker, not guys that I'm in love with of having to start. Tua Tungvaloa, he has a very good matchup again this week. But after last week, I'm still not convinced he's not rattled. I'm still on the wait-and-see tool list. Jared Goff, he had a bad matchup last week. Like, really bad. He's got a good matchup against the Lions. That's a matchup I'm taking advantage of if you've got him. Or if you have a chance to start him on Daily Fantasy, you want to do that. Kirk Cousins, a very good matchup this week. He faces the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they're 27th in the league against the pass. Davis Mills, another good matchup. And you know what? We said it last week. We liked Mills having an option here. He had 18 points in fantasy against the Raiders. 15 plus, I don't think is out of reach this year. So or this week. So Davis Mills, worth firing up in your daily fantasy run here, guys. Um Tom Brady, he obviously played last night. Uh, I think, I mean, we were going to listen to it beforehand. We're recording this as of uh, as of the episode before the game. But I'm pretty sure he probably had a good game against the Ravens. Jalen Hurts has been the man all year. He's a top five. He'll continue to be it. There's no way you're not going to do that. Daniel Jones, another good matchup. He's a top tenner right now. He's got the Seahawks, who haven't been great. I think the Giants are going to keep that game and hold it. Uh, Sam Ellinger. Good matchup, but I'm not in a hurry to start a backup to a backup. Derek Carr, decent matchup if you're still riding the Derek Carr train. I mean, obviously, he's not been the player he was last year, but uh, maybe hold tight. Kyler, a good matchup again. 
the Cardinals should uh, be at least in this, and if they're not, they're going to be throwing for their lives. Kyler should be worth your play this week. I don't think I need Russ Wilson in London. Uh, Joe Burrow had a very good game, gets the Browns this week. He's going to throw well, but he is without Jamar Chase. Breaking news as of uh, yesterday. Geno Smith, he's a top tenner. Tougher game against the Giants. They're going to, the Giants, I guess, the, the thing is the Giants have been leaving open tight games. Therefore, meaning that the quarterback has to keep throwing to win. So, Geno's going to be given every chance to keep throwing, I think, in this game. I don't see anything changing. Geno Smith is worth your run there. Opposite end here, though. Uh, tough matchup this week for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, sixth. He's still going to produce points. Uh, Justin Fields coming off a good game. He's got a tough matchup this week himself against the Cowboys. I'm not jumping on the Justin Fields train. Aaron Rodgers, very tough matchup. You can bench him. He's not worth starting. Kenny Pickett, you're not going to start him anyways, but you're sure as hell not now. Trevor Lawrence, one of the toughest matchups in the league against the Broncos. He's the 10th-ranked fantasy quarterback. You might be able to, to bench him this week. Uh, and I hate saying that. I think they're going to be throwing and do well against the uh, Broncos because I don't trust the Broncos. And quite honestly, the Broncos uh, have a lot to prove here, but that's an ugly matchup. Uh, on the opposite end, Running back, Derrick Henry, he's your 8th ranked after a bye week, still putting up points, and he gets Houston. He's already done well against Houston once this, this year. Um, no, no, he hasn't. He hasn't played Houston. I was thinking uh, Indy. Derrick Henry, outside of the first two weeks being under 10 points, he's continued to be Derrick Henry. 25, 25, 29, and 19. Fire him up. You're going to start him. Uh, Miami, Raheem Mostert, he's starting to finally take over as a starting running back. Uh, in the last four games, 10, 21, 5, and 20. Uh, Detroit, again, a very easy matchup. Motster is worth your start. Saquon, another good matchup. He's going to see the Giants this week, or the Seahawks this week. They have not been good, and he's your number two running back. Fire him up. Joe Mixon, he's the top 12, and he plays the Browns, who are fourth worst in the league. Joe Mixon's worth firing. Denver's on this list. I don't trust it. I think Denver's going to lay an egg in London. I want nothing to do with any of the Denver running backs at this point. Zeke Elliott, if he starts, well worth your your play here. Gets a very easy matchup against the Bears, who are 25th in the league against the run. If he doesn't, uh, Tony Pollard is for sure a player to look at. Washington's backfield's been kind of chaotic. I don't want to touch any part of that. Uh, Brian Robinson got the, the touches now. J.D. McKissick. Signed back to not get any touches. Antonio Gibson's scoring touchdowns still. I'm going to just do my best to avoid all of that. Uh, Buffalo. I think outside of Zach Moss, you can play the rest. Uh, sit Zach Moss. James Cook might be worth uh, a flex spot in the Dynasty League. I think he'll get more uh, playing time than he did in Kansas City. But Devin Singletary should have a good matchup on his hands this week. If you need to flex him or if you need to start him in a uh, bye week situation, well worth it. Alvin Kamara, another guy on this list. The last three games has been on fire after starting the league or starting the year off. Very slow. Has a good matchup against the Raiders. We want to fire up Alvin Kamara this week. Miles Sanders, another guy as well. Uh, he's been up and down. Started hot. Had a bad week three. Got red hot against the Jags. Went down against the Cardinals. Decent game against Dallas. Uh, I mean, he's very touchdown dependent, it seems like, because of how they run the game. But uh He's got Phil, or Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's 21st in the league. 
I'm okay firing up Miles Sanders too, and I don't say that often. DeAndre Swift, full clearance to go. He's returning. I like that option this week. I think Miami's going to be in trouble, and if Detroit's up early, they're going to get the ball to the ba- out of the backfield often. Um, Atlanta, it's your first real good sign for Tyler Algier since he took over. Uh, the Cleveland game was uh, not a bad option, but Tampa and San Fran were both games in which they were not going to run the ball well. Cincinnati, you knew they were going to be behind. They weren't going to run the ball often. Carolina's the first game you might get Tyler Algier having a breakout game. Not a, not probably going to be a guy you start unless you're really, really struggling to have a guy in your in your lineup here. Um, but I like his his high side in like DraftKings and FanDuel this week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor sh- just continues to disappoint. They're going to have to get just four feet in the ball, though, this week. So I don't hate his options. Avoid Tampa. Obviously, that happened last night. Uh, the opposite end here, you've got San Francisco. Very tough matchup. Obviously, we're looking at, you know, Christian McCaffrey now there. The Rams have been one of the best teams in the league at the run. You also want to have D or Debo Samuel. Christian McCaffrey's up for a tougher uphill battle than we expect. Same with David Montgomery. He's been decent, but it's a timeshare. You could probably sit him if you have the option. Like, I, I'm not expecting much more than probably six to eight, six to eight points from them this week. Uh, Daryl Henderson, questionable. Cam Akers most likely not going to suit up again. Uh, the Rams have to be praying for Kyron Williams to return. He was designated for return, but I don't think he's officially activated yet. Um, Cleveland, tough tough matchup. I think they can rule out Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubbs, who the offense goes through. Green Bay, same thing. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Jones might get a lot of catches, but... Buffalo's been very stout against the run this year. Don't expect it to change. Especially knowing that Green Bay is struggling against the, or with receivers. Buffalo's not going to change the way that they play defense. Especially not in that scenario. Um, Baltimore have been very tough. That's already happened. Michael Carter and James Robinson walking in to face a tough run defense against the Patriots. And they don't have Brees Hall. I don't need it. It's going to be a whole new offense. Um... Damian Pierce is about the only one in the bottom 10 who I'm okay starting because Pierce has been the, the real lifeblood of that offense. We're going to go over to tight end, though, now. Uh, a couple options we got here. Trying to fire this back up after I accidentally backed out. Good options. At the top are, are kind of uh, cluttered, quite honestly. The top three options. Uh, you're going to be without Daniel Bellinger. He might miss the remainder of the year. After undergoing surgery on his eye after a fluke injury last week, uh, so that would fire up. Caden Smith as your number two or number two there, I believe. And I'm never going to start Caden Smith as a fantasy player, or it might be even be uh, Chris Myrick, but I don't need either of them. Irv Smith Jr. Uh, has been very underperformed this year. His best or his second best game, haven't came right before the bye against Miami. Arizona's really bad. Like, I guess in a FanDuel situation, Irv Smith might be worth playing and, fl- and taking the flyer on because Arizona continues to be lackluster against the tight end, but Irv Smith has found reasons to make people hate him. Number three, Tommy Trumbull. He's ranked 50 for a reason. Unless he's scoring touchdowns, he's not really a threat. Uh, number four, New Orleans gets a good matchup against the Raiders here. That means Taysom Hill's worth your start alone. But Jawan Johnson also might still be worth your flex spot. 
Mike Gusecki, uh you know what? People would laugh. Gusecki's been hit and miss all year, but I say fire him up. If Miami's truthfully trying to trade him, they're going to hope he has a good game this week, and he's got a really solid matchup against the Detroit Lions, who are 28th in the league against the tight end. Zach Ertz, Arizona, always seems to be throwing against bad tight end teams as well. As much as they can't cover them, they also uh, are getting an exposed position here. Zach Ertz, fire him up. He's still your number three at uh, tight end. TJ Hawkinson, uh, last time I said this, last time he had a really good matchup, he went on to put up 42 fantasy points. He's got a really good one against Minnesota or against uh, Miami again here. I'm telling you, fire up Hawk. I know he's a little banged up, but it'll all work out in the end. Uh, Logan Thomas should have a decent enough uh, matchup here. They like to throw at the tight end. I mean, Cole Turner had no catches on two targets last week. Logan Thomas missed the last... Yeesh. Three games, but if he's good to go, I like firing up Logan Thomas here in that situation. Seattle's been a train wreck of who gets to start where. I can avoid them. Mark Andrews obviously uh, played Thursday. We don't know if he was even starting. Good matchup for the tight end, but uh, very tough there. Big news out of uh, Green Bay. Alan Lazard most likely not playing against the Bills either on Sunday. Houston's got a good matchup here. I'll tell you right now, if you're in a dynasty or very deep league, uh, tight end flex, Jordan Aiken, his second tour of Houston, starting to come back. He had a good game last week after I called it. We're going to call him for another good game here. Um, bad option, so, I mean, Buffalo, so here's the thing. Buffalo is in the top 10 in the league against tight ends. Are they not? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong team here. <laughs> um, Buffalo's been pretty good. They're 11th, actually. Robert Tunyon doesn't really scare me too much. But uh, opposite end here, Boston Knox has a very tough matchup this week. He's been very lackluster. We don't got to worry about him. Um it's, it's going to be an interesting matchup this week. Obviously, we just discussed Alan Lazard does not believe he's playing. Solid receiver matchup, so we're loving some Devontae Adams this week. He's against the banged-up Marshawn Lattimore, who's a lot, a lot of points. Um, DJ Moore, a good matchup against the banged-up AJ Terrell. Terry McLaren has a tough matchup against Steph Gilmore. I think this is the week you can dial down Terry McLaren. Same with Amari Cooper. Very tough matchup against Shadobe Owuze. Um... DJ Chark, good matchup against Noah Igbenohini, or expected to if he runs majority of the left side routes. That's very tough. That's truthfully tough because he, he, or he, whoever's lining up left is going to get Igbenohini, who's been just horrendous. Um, they like to cover right and left. They don't follow. So if Chark's lining up most of those, you're going to see Chark get a lot. Pittsburgh moved around a lot last week, um, and that's where they targeted was that entire left side of their offense. Uh, they really avoided throwing at Xavier Howard last week. But you get to continue here. Brandon Ayuk, a decent matchup against Jalen Ramsey, but it's still Jalen Ramsey. Take that with a grain of salt. Elijah Moore, we don't know if he's playing or not this week. Um, A.J. Brown, good matchup against Cam Sutton. I would expect that to be good. Darius Slayton, same thing. That's going to be his foot race. Um, Slayton tends to win with speed. So I guess maybe that's the exact opposite. Slayton wins with speed, and Tariq Woolen might be faster than Darius Slayton. If he wins on 
strategy here, we go with Darius Slayton, but I'm not expecting it against that matchup here. Adam Thielen, a good matchup against Marco Wilson. Uh, it, it's not a wonderful matchup for receivers this week. Mac Hollins has a good one against Alante Taylor, uh, worth firing up if you are in desperate need. Devonta Smith, good against Levi Wallace. He's somebody you might want to look at for, you know, prop bets this week. Brandon Cook's a good one against Roger McCreary. Uh, he, the, whoever's playing secondary there in Tennessee has gotten to a point where nobody can cover. So Cooks, Collins, either or. Pierce Campbell, another good matchup against Benjamin St. Juiced. Campbell with a huge week last week. We want to play Campbell on the over on yards. Um, Shai Smith gets a good matchup against Mike Ford. I don't necessarily love that matchup because Shai Smith hasn't really proven anything. Uh, Amari <laughs> Rogers supposed to have a good matchup against Teron Johnson. He's going to get clamped. I wouldn't be shocked if he has next to no catches this week. Cooper Cup, good match against Dante Jackson. Uh, we can fire that up. That's rough. Tampa Bay literally is starting someone from the practice squad at the nickel corner this week. Says this. A um, couple other you know prop bets we do like. Go to running back and tight end here. If, 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 if we're looking at um, all the above, Derrick Henry over on rushing yards. Big, uh, big go here. I do like Raheem Mostert total rushing and receiving yards over uh, Saquon over on his rushing yards. Joe Mixon, I'm going to avoid. He's been lackluster and the ball goes through Joe Burrow. I love Mixon, but you can't trust that. Zeke Elliott over 50 is going to hit every week. And that seems to be where they're, they're sitting that at. If he's not in Tony Pollard over whatever his over is, is an absolute swing. Devin Singletary over on rushing. Usually it's set at 30. Play it and enjoy it. Alvin Kamara over on total yards if you're able to get that. Uh, if not, Alvin Kamara over on rushing yards should be good. I know he was mainly and is mainly known as like, oh, he's the receiving back. Or even, I guess, Alvin Kamara over on receptions. I would assume that's going to be set at like four and a half. In the last three games, he's had six or more catches, not just targets. So Alvin Kamara over on that is a real nice play. Miles Sanders over on the yards. That's got to be set around 50, and the last three games he's gone 134, 58, and 71 with a good matchup against Pittsburgh here, so we like Miles Sanders over on yards. DeAndre Swift, um, as long as he's fired up and healthy, I'll take the over on yards. Um, it's it, it can't be set much more than 30, and he has been... He's been over 30 the last three healthy games, 31, 56, 144. Um, I think he's going to come back with a vengeance. And then we're going to look at tight ends here. Um, Irv Smith Jr., you know, if we want to play over on yardage, I can't see that being set super high. Um, so I'd be okay with that. Juwan Johnson might be worth your throw there. Mike Gusecki over on yards, I definitely like that option. If not, I like him over on receptions. Zach Ertz over on yards. Also, uh, looking at that Arizona tight end gameplay, like I'd like to win on. TJ Hawkinson, um, I don't think it needs to be over on uh, on that. They didn't really cover well with the slot, so I'm not against the Monterey St. Brown if he's healthy against Miami, uh, especially against Justin Bethel, because anybody throwing the ball should exploit them better than Kenny Pickett did last week. But I do like Hawkinson on yards as well. Um, there was one more I do really like here. 
And it's a little bit further down the list. It's a tough matchup. Tyler Higby against the 49ers. Uh, but the first game against the Niners, they targeted him 14 times. If his uh, reception rate is anything at four, four and a half or more, you're absolutely going to take Tyler Higby and the catches all day. Um, but that's it, guys. That's about all I got to offer this week. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Shout out to each and every one of you. I'm going to go build a haunted house now. Shout out to our sponsors, Kyle at Chicken Dippin, Chicken underscore Dippin, or Chicken underscore Dippin on Instagram or ChickenDippin.com. Use code seven one six for fifteen percent off your order. And Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She just recently cut my hair. She can make me look pretty. She'll make you look pretty too. Guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.